baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Joining us on the line this morning is Bob Klump, a political science and constitutional law professor at Canisius College. We're talking about the decision by the Colorado State Supreme Court to have Donald Trump disqualified from the primary ballot this upcoming 2024 election cycle. Bob, thanks so much for being on with us this morning. Uh, The ruling explosive, can you kind of... uh, Talk a little bit about what's behind it and how expected this maybe should have been. Well, the issues behind the ruling, the basis of the ruling, uh, there are complicated um, issues that led to it. Now, for months, um, since at least, uh, well, frankly, since January 6th, After January 6th, the Democrats, and of course there was the second effort to impeach President Trump, uh, began consistently referring to his actions on January 6th as an insurrection or as part of an insurrection. And their use of that term uh, indicated that they were already thinking about the language of the uh, 14th Amendment, Section 3, the Disqualification Clause of the Constitution, Uh, adopted after the Civil War and intended to ensure that former Confederates could not hold federal or state office unless Congress, in effect, pardoned them. And the language of the 14th Amendment, Section 3, says that nobody who who has taken an oath uh, as an officer of the United States uh, to support the Constitution and who then engages in insurrection or rebellion against the United States can hold thereafter any office, federal or state. And clearly they were thinking of looking ahead, assuming that Trump might run again in 2024. We're looking for a basis to basically kick him off the ballot. And that came to fruition in the decision of the Colorado Supreme Court. Now, other state courts for a variety of reasons, had declined the invitation to disqualify Trump under the 14th Amendment. But the Colorado Supreme Court uh, went uh, whole hog, and by a four to three vote, three very vigorous dissents and an extremely lengthy opinion, uh, about 150 pages or so, uh, found that Trump was an officer of the United States within the meaning of the 14th Amendment, that he did, that his actions and words on January 6th um, constituted uh, an insurrection or contributed to an insurrection, that is the invasion of the Capitol and the ensuing uh, violence and mayhem. And that, critically, and I think this may end up being the critical issue if the case comes before the Supreme Court, which it almost certainly will, whether or not the provision of Section 3 of the 14th Amendment is self-executing. That is, whether there needs to be a congressional statute that explains how the disqualification provision is to be 
uh, is to be enforced or whether on its face it would allow um, state elections officials or, in this case, the Colorado Supreme Court, a state court, to, to determine that Trump is disqualified uh, because he participated in an insurrection. So I think, you know, there are three principal issues that were decided by the Colorado Supreme Court, and I think those are the issues that are going to be critical, um, assuming that the case comes before the Supreme Court. Couldn't you argue, though, that this is premature, given that he's not been convicted of anything? Yes, that's, I think, one of the most potent arguments that uh, Trump's attorneys will will make uh, before the Supreme Court. There is um, a federal there is a federal statute, Section 2383 of, of Title 18, uh, which um, could have been used to bring charges against Trump for participating in insurrection. But what's interesting is that the special counsel, special prosecutor who was appointed, who's brought charges against Trump in, in two districts, elected not to uh, charge Trump with participating in an insurrection under that statute. So the reasoning goes, uh, moreover, of course, uh, Trump was acquitted uh, by the Senate uh, on his second impeachment trial, and the um, the charge against Trump brought by the House of Representatives when it impeached Trump essentially was that he had uh, participated in or caused an insurrection against the United States. So that'll be another argument that Trump's lawyers will be able to make before the Supreme Court. In effect, the double jeopardy argument that, look, Trump has been acquitted of insurrection from the events of January 6th, and now the Colorado Supreme Court has no business making a determination contrary to the verdict in the impeachment case. It's maybe drawing some parallels to what happened in 2000, when you had the Supreme Court uh, come in and basically decide the election, uh, saying that the count had to end, and we have a winner here, and that's it. And, you know, that's that. Do we have a similar thing here? And is the Supreme Court maybe looking to avoid a situation where it can be seen as the court, not the people, deciding a presidential election? I don't think there's any question that the court would prefer to avoid getting involved in what in, in, in the past is referred to political thickets. Uh, but I don't think they're going to have much choice in the matter. Uh, you know, the Trump's attorneys and the Colorado Republicans, who of course objected to the Colorado Supreme Court decision, are going to apply for review. The Colorado Supreme Court even assumes or anticipates that the Supreme Court is going to grant review because they stayed their order removing Trump from the primary ballot. They stayed their order until January 4th. 2024, which is the deadline for the Colorado Secretary of State to to certify names on the presidential primary ballot. And they said, well, if review uh, by uh, Trump is sought before January 4th, then the stay order will remain in effect. So everyone assumes, I think correctly, that the court is going to have to take this case. But to your question, I think the court is going to have to proceed here very delicately. This has been termed a test for Chief Justice Roberts, who, of course, has indicated you know, that the court's role should be that of a neutral umpire, and it shouldn't come across as looking like um, 
a political body. And that, of course, was a criticism, as you indicated, of the Supreme Court's decision back in 2000, when by a five to four vote, essentially, it held for Bush in the contested uh, Florida election. Now here, of course, we're talking about a primary. We're not talking about the general election. So the situation is not quite the same. But there is no question, I think, but that if the court decides, um, in effect, in Trump's favor and says to the Colorado Supreme Court, no, you, for a number of reasons, you, you don't have the authority to remove him from the ballot, then that would be perceived. And the left would, of course, criticize the court as, look, it, you're enabling Trump, right? Which is why you, you may have seen some commentary that um, it would be great if the court's decision, unlike in 2000, were unanimous. Okay, with with the liberal members of the court joining with the conservative members of the court. Uh, it's anybody's guess as to whether that might happen. Uh, but uh, and of course, you know, the court also has another case uh, that is before it. Uh, the question of whether Trump can assert immunity from prosecution. And uh, the special prosecutor has asked the court to take that case on an expedited basis. So the court is basically has been tossed uh, two hot potatoes, so to speak, on the same manner. And uh, all I can say is that they and their, their law clerks are going to have a very busy Christmas season. Yeah, you said it. Bob, thank you. Appreciate it very much. You're welcome. Bob Klump, constitutional law professor with Canisius College. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app.